0: The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Veteran rock drummer Carmine Apiece first came to prominence as the drummer with the late 1960s psychedelic band Vanilla Fudge. After that, he played with a who's who in rock and roll. Everyone from Rod Stewart to Jeff Beck to Pink Floyd and now he's releasing his second album with acclaimed L.A. Session musician, Fernando Perdomo. It's called Running Up That Hill, and I've got Carmine Apiece on the line right now in New York City. Hi, Jim. Carmine, welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back to the program. Yeah. It's always great to have you on. Thank you. And congratulations yeah. on your second album with acclaimed L.A. Session musician, Fernando Perdomo. When did you start working on that project?
1: Um... Uh, God, I can't remember. See, because it wasn't really like, hey, let's do a new album. Yeah. You know? Because we, we, like the first album, we just started exchanging ideas and putting together songs and, and all that. So when we did the first album. I said, hey, we got enough songs here for an album. Let's get it released. I called Flea Patrick, and we got it released. Got rave reviews. And, you know, in between other projects I was doing, you know, Fernando would send me something and I'd send him some stuff. And, and like, uh, the, um, Kate Bush's song was the last thing we ever recorded.
0: Just listened to it not too long ago. Man, is that ever good. Kate Bush is uh, running up that hill. So good.
1: It is. It is. And you know, I said, you know what? That thing is like a big hit again. Let's try and do like I did with Hanging On with Della Fuzz. Let's make a really heavy, kick ass version of it instrumentally. Yeah. So, so we started working on it, and Fernando sent it to me, and then I sent it back to him, and you know, it goes back and forth, and we came up with that version. Then we, you know, we had a mix with my buddy Pat Regan that mixed uh, all my other, a bunch of other stuff. And it came out fantastic, you know. And yesterday was the first time I played with Fernando live in the same room. We're doing a showcase tomorrow in, in New York City at the Cutting Room. And we're going to, it's like a, a record release party. And we're playing four songs from the album. And we're going to do Superstition, uh, a tribute to Jeff Beck and Tim Bogart. And we're yeah. going to, um, run the videos and do a little interview and all that stuff. And it's going to be a lot of fun, you know? So I'm playing with him and so I go, man, this guy is phenomenal. And then I have two guys from Cactus, Audie Dillon, my new pop player, and James Caputo. Oh, yeah. from the Cactus for a few years. And we're, we're playing the song. I said, you know what? At the end of the song, running up the hill, let's keep the groove going. You guys should exchange guitar links, man. It's great. It's great. So, Nice.
0: Nice. I'm a big fan hard. of so many of the bands that you've been in. I first of all, I have the the uh Beck Bogerton a piece uh live album from I think it's what is it? 1974. How much uh what are your memories of working with the late great Jeff Beck? How how great was that?
1: Well, first of all, that that album is going to become uh, I said so we have a big surprise coming out for the 50th anniversary of CBA, which is going to happen in September. Uh, I'm not really allowed to talk about it yet, but there's something big is coming out. Nice. You know, and, uh, but, my, you know, Jeff was my friend. He was a good guy. We, had, we used to have a lot of fun together. We were all into cars. I mean, one funny bit I'll, I'll tell you about was uh, I had a Pantera in 1972, and Tim had a Pantera also. And we were playing, uh, I think it was 73, we were playing uh, Spectrum in, in uh, Philadelphia. So, We drove down from New York. Tim drove our tour manager. I drove Jeff and mine. And we pulled in with the Pantera. If you ever knew the Pantera, they're really loud. Uh Uh, The Ford engines and mufflers are really loud. We we both pulled right into the back of the spectrum, right in between the bleachers. Everybody heard the cars. They started looking over the bleachers. They saw (laughs) me and Jeff, Tim and the tour manager, getting out of two Panteras. And then we went right on the stage.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. That was
1: great. And then in England we did an encore we had one of Jeff's hot rods we had the fog the low fog you know for the encore and we drove out in one of his Model T hot rods you know and left it on the stage and we and we played the encore so oh fun times, you know? These are really fun times. That's
0: amazing. You know, and I, you mentioned Cactus. I am I was such a big fan of Cactus, and I, I loved you guys, and how much you influenced other bands like Van Halen, right? I mean, wasn't Eruption basically an extension of stuff that you guys yeah, were doing?
1: Yeah, it's funny you should mention that, because I'm doing an album that's going to come out next year. It's called Cactus Influences and Friends. And on that song, Swim, we got Doug Aldridge and we extended it, you know, we extended the intro so it's kinda like eruption. It's to show where the history was. You know, but we also got on on Posture Farm, which was which was actually hot to teacher, you know? Yeah. We got Billy Chan playing bass, me on drums, we got our new cactus singer, we got McCarty on it. The original guitar player and playing the solos is still botomassa. So that one is gonna be great. And we got all kinds of people on there. We got Nugent, we got Warren Haynes, we've got the guy from Kings X, we've got Doug Aldridge. Um, I can't even remember everybody. You know, yeah. it's just an amazing lineup of twenty five artists that are playing with us, you know, and and it's just a smoking.
0: Tell me how it is that bands like that you were in like Blue Murder and King Cobra, they were so good but fairly short-lived.
1: The record companies—they have to have the whole thing. You have to have the manager, the record company, the promotion, yep. the tours. You know, with, with King Dover, we never had the right tour. We really never had the right tour. With Blue Murder, the timing was off, and the John fired the manager we had. We never had a manager when the first album came out, and we pushed them to, to for the wrong song on MTV. It should have been Jelly Roll. The second song, release. We pushed them on Valley of the King. And we went to Japan. We drew big, you know, 12,000 people in Tokyo. And then we came to America and we couldn't get on the right tour. We went on with Billy Squire, whose tour was being, it was dead. You know, and King's X. That's why I met King's X. I walked on to King's X, but, you know, playing Cactus. They were big fans of Cactus. And then, you know, the album didn't happen for whatever reason. Geffen didn't push it. Something happened. And then, Right after that, Grunge came out and the timing was bad. And yeah. Then the band broke up and, you know, we did a second album and that didn't happen. And, you know, we were going to come back in 2011 and then John had a fight with the management and then it never happened and then John's been in seclusion ever since.
0: You co-wrote Do You Think I'm Sexy and Young Turks with Rod Stewart. Do you still see royalty money from that? I mean, were you taken care of there?
1: I do, but... I, I realized that the royalty from record sales went way down. And since I wasn't an artist royalty, like Rod the artist, yeah. I was a songwriting royalty. And because all the sales went down, you got no money anymore. So I sold my rights back to Warner Brothers, and, and I sold, uh, that's for a section, I sold my rights back to EMI for uh, Young Turks. I got a chunk of money, and I bought real estate with
0: it. You know, oh, which nice. created
1: more income. And the royalties one. the ASCAP. The ASCAP is where you get airplay, and I, it still makes good money off of that. And,
0: of and sort yeah. of on sort of on the it. same topic, Vanilla Fudge, the Vanilla Fudge song "You Keep Me Hanging On" was in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did he take care of you on that because yeah. that was yeah. such a big yeah. one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the way it works with those. They pay a fee. The writers get half the fee, and the artists get the other half. And in those days, the audit used to split with the record company. So, but ever since that song has been out on that that movie, uh, uh, royalties have increased quite a bit, you know? So we're still getting decent royalties on that per year. And, and, you know, there's other things that are called uh, PPI and sound exchange where we get royalties on that. So actually, you know, I still get a decent amount of royalties in my, you know, income plus everything else. So, you know, I've been great. Look, I'm not a, a multi-multi-millionaire, but you know what? I have a good lifestyle. I still have, uh, you know, more coming in. I've had a blessed career. I'm able to play what I want to play, and I'm talking to you about new albums. And, you know, I'm in the business, but, you know, I'm not like, uh, you know, $100 million, $200 million, or $300 million. What, uh, mine, it said I was worth $75 million, which is wrong. And uh-huh. it said I was worth $7 million, which is also wrong. But, you know, but I'm doing good, and I do receive royalties, and I have the biggest-selling rock drum book. Carmen and but.
0: Pisa's second album with Fernando Perdomo is out May 26th. You can uh, find it on Amazon and all the other platforms. Always great to, uh, to talk to you, buddy. Hopefully we see you here in Las Vegas at some point.
1: I think I might have a gig there in September, so... great. Hopefully, I'll I'll let you guys know,
0: okay? Carmine, take care and good luck, bud. All
1: right, thank you, bud. Bye-bye.
0: Carmine has so many great rock and roll stories to tell. In fact, he goes on speaking engagements to talk about those encounters with other artists. I also thought it was great inside stuff on how complicated the music royalty business is. That ends this episode of the Fake Show podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.